Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Uh, it's been a been a minute since I was on here. I apologize. I think it's been like 10 days or something like that. But, man, Lord have mercy, has so much happened. Um, so thanks for tuning back in, listening to the Way Too Much to RMC podcast. Uh, let's get started out here. Obviously, watch me here on Facebook Live. You can check me out on my YouTube channel. Check me out on my Rumble, Rumble channel. Um, like, follow, subscribe, all that tw- on Twitter, on you know, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, all, all that good stuff. And I'm on, I'm, I'm like big time now. I'm all over the place. So, uh, thanks for all all y'all that are, that are watching, all y'all that are, continue to give me feedback and uh, reach out to me and help, you know, trying to help me get better, all that good stuff. Uh, let me go ahead and apologize. I'm like I'm pretty hoarse today. Uh, if y'all don't know it, I coach a, you know, I coach a youth football team here in Louisville and. No, we hey, we get after it, man. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, we go. Uh, we got I got some good kids and great parents and great families out there, and I mean, I'm, I, I give I give them I give it all to them. So I'm, I'm pretty much hoarse from like June through uh, beginning of November every single year, and then I get it back around Christmas and the basketball starts, and I'm right back at it. So, uh, so yeah, um, that's why I sound like I've been smoking a pack of pom malls um, over the last, uh, you know, just chain smoking pom malls the last week. It's uh, because some youth football. So, yeah. So, let's uh, let's get on going here. You know, first off, I'm going to say this. So, obviously, I talk a lot about Kentucky stuff, but I just I think all this stuff, it all applies nationwide. So, I'm going to try to start, like, even though I'm talking about local stuff here, Kentucky stuff, I'm going to, you know, going to try to sometimes maybe try to make sure I'm, I'm making this as, in the broadest terms as possible. I know i got people that listen in uh, different different areas and, all that I want, I want it to be relevant um, to them, to them as well. But again, I was thinking you know, Kentucky. This is where the heartland. You know, what I mean, this is where it's the gateway to the West right here, Cumberland Gap. Um, is where I'm from, and so I just I deeply feel like Kentucky is uh, it's happening here, it's happening everywhere. So, uh, so yeah. Um, next, let me apologize for this. Back on Tuesday, we had a you know a no mask in school rally. Here in Louisville, and it's kind of my it's kind of my shtick right there. And I what I I wasn't there, and I feel terrible about it. I hope all y'all are listening, all y'all are there. Know I was there in spirit, and you know. But the reason I wasn't there again, my youth football team, and the whole reason I started getting after all this stuff and getting involved in first place was was the was the kids, and you know specifically, obviously, you know my kids at, at first. But you know, football to me is. Uh, one of the last, like, just like true American deals we got left, or it's you know, at least at a at a local and high school level, it still hasn't been, still hasn't been ruined. So I feel like it was important to be there. So I'm the head coach, and so those boys, they, I think they rely on me, man. It, I just they they give me everything they got, and they the, their blood, sweat, tears, all that. So I feel like I needed to be there, and but I want y'all to know I apologize as well. <clears throat> so. uh Moving on, I'm glad I didn't do the show till today because some stuff came out. Um, I, for those of y'all that listened to my last episode, what we talked about was how like I had this theory that um, well, it was a theory. It's proof positive now. Like that, it's like all these problems and issues we're having with teachers. You know, uh, whether it be recruiting them, retaining them, you know, what have you. They want the unions and the national pundits want to blame it on. You know, parental, uh, you know, like, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
parental uh, terrorism or something. You know what I mean? Like we're like 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 parents that want to be involved in their in their kids' education and want demand transparency and all that. Like like they're the problem. And I'm like, that's bull. That's not what it is. Like these these teachers are normal people and they're tired of all this progressive stuff and had to be mass police and vaccine police and having to push weird ideologies on kids about like little boys can use little girls bathrooms and all like they're just they're done they're done with it you know and so all along this way through my way of trying to get do away with mask and all that uh, you know i was in frankfurt lobbying for said to, to get rid of mask and my, one of my one of my constant themes was I'm down here to make sure I keep the I keep the fight centered on ending the ending the mask mandates and and to keep the anger focused on the right people, which in my mind isn't the teachers. You know, like some people want them to be activists and be actively fighting these things. And here, here's the deal: it's like I you know I can't say on one hand I want activist teachers, or I can't say on one hand I don't want activist teachers, while on the other hand, saying I want teachers to be activists for the, the opinion that I have. You know, like, I think we want calm, composed, mild-mannered, intelligent, caring, loving, you know, nurturing individuals to become teachers. Um, and I, it's hard to, uh, just don't know they can carry carry both of those crosses on doing that on a day-to-day basis and, and keeping their sanity while also remaining politically active at all times, which, which is required if you're going to fight this stuff. So, uh, yeah. I think my camera might be acting a little weird right now. Um, see if I can fix that. If it is, somebody shoot me a text message or something because I don't want to keep doing this if it's uh, not not high quality. Drag it out here. See what let's see what we're see what we're working with here. Okay, I think it might be better now. There we go. All right, we're all right. We're okay. Let's get let's get back at it. So again, I just apologize not not, not making it to the mask mandate, you know, rally. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, tear this piece of paper up and throw it in there. How about that? Uh, move on to the next one. But right before I started doing the show, a couple hours before that, a news article popped up or a notification popped up showing that. The JCTA here, which is Jefferson County Teachers, Teachers Association, which, again, synonymous with Los Angeles County Teachers Association, uh, New York Teachers Association. Listen, they're all the same. They're all pushing the same garbage, and they, you know, they're going to conferences, and you know, they're all, you know, they're all they're all giving each other coatings. They're all they're all little tea parties together and uh, getting drunk with each other, and you know, it's just it's. It's all it's all terrible. So like if they're if it don't matter if it's Louisville or if it's Austin or if it's Los Angeles or if it's San Diego or San Francisco or whatever, teachers unions are the same at this point. So looks like they the JCTA and if you all remember on the last episode we actually talked about uh, a survey that the American Federation of Teacher Association had put out where when salary was listed as a contributing factor. Ninety three point three five percent of Midwestern teachers claimed that their resignation was due to student behavior and progressive political activity required in their classrooms. Absolutely zero in that survey, survey about parental input. I think in the in the other main uh, survey, there was two of them that was put out. 
it said that 1.5% of the respondents included parental harassment as a as an issue. So to break it down further, 51% said they weren't paid enough to deal with terrible students. 22% said they weren't paid enough to deal with progressive politics, and then 22% said they they were didn't get paid enough to deal with the low pay. Um, so yeah, parents ain't a problem. All right, but let's let's, let's listen to how funny this is. I mean, I, we gotta get we gotta get into it. So WDRB just issued this out today, August fourth. More than 1,400 members of the Jefferson County Teacher Association opposed the COVID-19 masking policies policy at Kentucky's largest school district days before the start of the school year. And it's an ongoing survey, so it ain't over. So as of 1130 a.m. Thursday, 57% of nearly 2,500 respondents so far oppose or strongly oppose the district's masking policy. 7% of the respondents were neutral. To me, neutral means optional. I mean, is there... Is there more of a uh, correct term for uh, for optional? So, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and add them in there. So, 64% oppose it. 36% support the mask mandate or strongly support it. God, I wish they just, let's just at least issue those names to the teachers so they can know whose team they're on. I mean, is there a more, is there a more distinguishing factor in, like, knowing who you want to go have a beer with right now than, like, who wants to force masks on children. I don't think there is. I mean, I I can't think of anyone who wants to force that that I would want to have a beer with less. Maybe maybe Satan, but I don't know. That, that might be pushing it. I, I may rather have a beer with Satan. So, uh, you know, but again, like, this is only union members. Just like in these other, uh, the other ones we talked about in the last episode, it was only union members. Like only teachers that had resigned that were in a union the year before that had been getting the union propaganda, listening to their bullcrap. Okay, same here. This is only Jefferson County Teacher Association teachers. So all the all the teachers that aren't in the union, they ain't in there for a reason, and it's because like they're on our squad, that they gonna ride with us. Okay, so that's. But this act, I mean, this it's just more proof that what we're that what I'm saying. That, like, we got to cut out these people that do not speak for any of us. These, like, when we talk about elites, that's what we're talking about. People that run these, org- these, these unions, the people that have been in the government for 25, 30, 40, 50 years, they don't have no idea. They're just so used to imposing rules on people that they have lost all, like, sense of reality. We gotta get rid of them. So let's go on to the rest, the rest of this article. JCTA will use the survey results to guide the union's lobbying to the school board, and if needed, okay. So we gotta go back. JCTA will use the survey results to guide the union's lobby lobbying to the school board, and if needed, the Kentucky General Assembly. Berlin said so. Berlin is one of the union representatives. She said, "If our members tell us that they want something different than what the board has chosen to do." then that would be something that we would lobby the board for. She said, I'm not sure if they actually have any leeway to do anything different than that or not, but we would lobby for whatever the majority of our members asked. Shut the front door. You will not. Y'all are so, like, y'all are going to double down, and y'all, like, I wouldn't be surprised if y'all didn't start doxing these, doxing the teachers that went against y'all. I mean, y'all have no, 
y'all have no shame anymore. I mean, you think everybody that opposes you is a bad, is just a terrible human being, and it's, I mean, it's it's a it's just so apparent. So just like shut your mouth. I don't like you 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 don't you you lost all opportunity to like be a good person and do the right thing. It's you're you're done. We don't we will I wouldn't I'll never allow anybody I know to trust you again. I need to go find the person's first name. Then later on, or pretty close after that, another article posted. This is from WGB as well, talking about the Jefferson County Public Schools, the fact they're still struggling to you know, they're, they're just struggling to hire to find teachers and um, keep teachers, all that. So this is a, another teacher. Her name is Buffy Sexton. She's been teaching at JCPS for twenty years. And don't forget, guys, my mother is a retired school teacher, thirty years. You know, like missed it so bad, she went right back into like. To sub in full time, she just could not get away from the twelve year old gossip. She just likes that she likes talking, you know. She just loves. She has to. She has to be in the know and be able to whisper in the pews at church on Sunday. So she's back in there. Um, she said I was breaking out in hives, couldn't sleep, hyper alert. I, 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 she basically said she had to get out. Sexton said reasons for teachers to leave vary. Listen, this is very important. Sexton reasons for teachers to leave vary. But many shared similar frustrations as her. Compensation not keeping up with inflation. Losing designated planning period time. Being forced to volunteer limited free time to cover classrooms without teachers. And expectations to deal with students' behavior problems without any resource to do so. That is exactly perfectly in line with what the American Federation of Teachers and whatever that other organization was from the last episode. Go listen to it. Like was saying. So I guarantee you this woman ain't read them, ain't read ain't read Corey D'Angelis's article. I guarantee you she like isn't diving into surveys. You know, most those teachers they fill out the survey, they click submit or whatever, and then most of them, just like most of us when we do other our own surveys, don't ever see the data compiled and reported. You know, they might have given her they might have given her given us people a week or a month for Netflix. You know, like I, I know it's how they've got me in the past. So she said, "It's it's no joke." When we laughed at the very beginning of the year and say, "Okay, what are they what are they adding this year?" Because every year it's something else. Okay, so we can get into that that whole topic later. Today we're talking about how how disconnected these people's union is from their membership. They could not be further apart. So then they start going into talking about retention. Yada yada. Says, uh, however, Sexton argues the district isn't considering one important group of teachers in its retention efforts, and that's tenured teachers. Does that sound like anything else? I mean, who who's who's gotten pissed off in the past because their net, you know, their cable went up. You know, it keeps going up ten bucks every six months, every year. But then they keep seeing the commercials where it's like new customers get. 16 years for $49.99 while our existing customers paid $259.99. New, new, new people that sign up, uh, you get you get the pull for $99 forever. It's a, this group, you're already there. You paid $500 two years ago and we're not giving you a rebate. We're trying to get new. We're, we're about new, 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 new. It's, it's like this in insurance. It's like this in retail and Obviously, it's like this in the teaching profession also. You know, but same thing. Like they're giving certain people bonuses, not other people bonuses. It's just creating a terrible culture. 
So she said, I didn't see any strategies to keep teachers that are already here. Other than we want to try and let them know we care about them. We're going to send them a happy birthday email. Oh, how sweet. Man, I love getting happy birthday emails, don't y'all? Especially you know, the ones that have like something that you click on and it pops up and little um, you know, rank party things pop up and all that. Like, why would I why would I want a five thousand dollar bonus if I can get, you know, a little birthday card like that? So but that's not the funny part. Here's so there's three line two and a half lines at the end of this article that that says it all. Okay, and again, this is Jefferson County, Louisville, Kentucky, but I guarantee you, you do enough digging. You go to Baltimore, you go to New York, you go to you go to Pennsylvania, anywhere in Pennsylvania. I just said a bunch of cities and then said a state. And again, I'm from East Kentucky. Go to San Francisco, go to L.A., go to Austin, go to any of these liberal cities, and you'll see the same exact like stuff happening. Same put you know put your foot in your mouth stuff. This is a so the JCTA. KED, that's Kentucky Education Director, I guess. Jefferson County Teachers Association Education Director. Cassie Lyles agreed agreed with her. Okay. Uh, she said, she said, while JCBS can help with some existing problems, it will take more, which JCTA KED Director Cassie Lyles agrees with. Listen to her response. If teachers could feel the love from the community instead of constant criticism, if we had partners in our classroom, that would be helpful, she said. Community support can go a long way in a great school year. Shut your stinking mouth. You're a liar. You have no integrity. Like you have like you have you said you have nothing to stand on. You're lying to people and you're stoking the flame of contention in communities. Like, this is, this is real people. Like, if one teacher believes what you're saying right there, and she starts seeing her kids' parents as, as domestic terrorists or whatever, they have, they're giving no support, then, like, you're doing, you're doing immeasurable damage. And it's, it's immoral. You're lying. There's no way that you really, that, well, you may really think that because you can be an idiot, but there's no way if you're objectively looking at the issue and looking at the research and the data that you can come to that conclusion. I remember, I remember back in the day when stuff like this kept happening, I feel like this union rep's look at, looking at her, uh, looking at us and saying, don't listen to the dumb soldiers in the trenches. Don't listen to the guys on the ground in the tanks and in the in the you know, walking over ID. Like, don't listen to them. There, we know we know there's weapons of mass destruction in these buildings. They're just, we just they're just going to the wrong ones. They're they're dumb. They're they're dumb Marines. They don't know what they're doing. Like, that's what I feel like. I'm I feel like I'm just it's just a broken record. They take the they have the same playbook over and over and over. And again, what I'm talking about there, that's a that was Republicans in there. That was George Bush in them. So we're talking, I mean, we're, I'm trying, I want to connect real people and bridge gaps for real people so y'all know who to direct your angst at. It ain't each other. I mean, when it is, you need to write them, you need to keep a little notebook of people that you're like, okay, they want to mask, they still want to mask kids. Like, write them off, don't waste your time. Just move on. All right, but this person, 
Again, three surveys, three different places, all union members saying the same thing, and their union representative is still saying that it's it's because they don't feel any love in the community, they're getting constant criticism, and they have no partners in their classroom. Liar. All right. I'm tired, but it just kind of pisses me off. I just can't stand. I just can't stand people that won't call a spade a spade, won't try to win the war of ideas. You know, like it's like sometimes you're wrong, correct course correct, and move on. It, it's really not. It's really not that hard. So, all right. So that's the part of the show I wasn't even planning on doing tonight, but then it happened. But all I know is like within 20 minutes of that thing coming out about JC uh, about the JCA survey, I have a legislator calling me. And they're pumped. They're like, they're just dying laughing, horse laughing. Like, I bet the union member, I bet they're, hey, I bet they're, I bet they're loving tonight. You know, so, uh, Chris Cole, I just hope you know, man. So many of us, James Craig, we're just, we are, I'm just, I hope you're having a good night, man. I'm a, I ain't a drinker. I got Jameson in the background because of my son's name and because I'm, because I'm Irish, but I'm going to tip one back for you tonight, brother. Both y'all. Because I bet you, I mean, Chris Cole is in a fetal position at the moment. Or he just, he just hates everybody. Even like now, they even hate their teachers, and uh, they're gonna go score shirts on y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. But we got you back. We're still we're gonna let you come back over to the to the uh, to the good side here. So let's move on though. Today's the actual point of today's show. I've been working on this for a while, and I'm trying to tie it all together. You know, like this whole. Uh, I don't really think people are fully aware of how much moolah. How much bread has been spread around this country because of coronavirus? I think it's starting to come to light how the government is using exorbitant amounts of money to influence and uh, stick a carrot out there for people to do the. They know their policies are awful, and the only way they can get you to follow them is by giving you billions of dollars. Okay, so main thing about today is. Talk about like why are school boards, principals, superintendents, and even legislators in general really also wishy-washy and non-committal when giving us answers? I don't understand it. Like if I'm giving you a point-blank question, it could, you can. There's sometimes a lot of times there is there's an easy answer. Like we're not even talking. I'm not even asking for one-word answers. I'm just talking about give me a direct one. Just give me a direct. Reason the reason can, you can I'll give you thirty minutes, but it it needs to be clarifying and to the point. It's impossible. Also, I've also been wondering like, is the ARPA, which is the American Rescue Plan Act, um, and this ESSER, which is like the elementary school, yada yada economic or something reco- education recovery funds, are, are they tied to all this stuff, masking and all that, all that. All that crap is like they got something to do with our with our boards. Our lunch program money's tied to transgender bathroom policies and forcing schools to allow you know to allow biological boys to use biological female restrooms. And then it is is it also just tied to other progressive policies? Like that's really you know, I'm gonna try to find that out for you. And we're gonna talk about it for about thirty five minutes, and then again I want y'all to do 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 your own research and. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm right. So let's just let's let's, let's find out here. 
right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show you some stuff and we're gonna talk about some stuff I'm not gonna give you a whole lot of context I'm just gonna try to set the scene here all right so I'm gonna move my video back over to the other screen it's probably gonna slow down and make me think we're all weird so hold on one second let's do let's get the mother monitor up here for you Oop, I need the right one is it over here I reckon it is come on now let it load up there we go okay so first off what are we looking at january 14 2022 this is from the department of treasury <coughs> sent to phoenix arizona governor's office governor's office of strategic planning and budgeting it says dear mr Misselbauer, i lived out i lived out in kansas for about six months one time and i got brother-in-law sister-in-law out in uh Denver and then another brother in law in Arizona and I'm one thing I love I love to do when I'm out there is just like when I'm at the store or I'm at or whatever like I like to listen to what people's last names are because they're so they're just like so different from uh what they are out this way you got a whole lot of Coxes and Smiths um out in Arizona and Denver and Kansas so in this we're talking about the we're talking about the COVID funds SLRF the you know ESSER money all that it says the school programs use the school programs use SLFRF funds and impose conditions on participating in or accepting a service that undermine efforts to stop the spread of COVID-19 and discourage compliance with evidence-based solutions for stopping the spread of COVID-19. The Education Plus Up Grant Program requires grantees to distribute funds to schools that do not require the use of face coverings. The COVID-19 Educational Recovery Benefit Program is available only to families that the student's current or prior school requires use of face coverings during instructional hours and on school property. The purpose of SLFRF funds is to mitigate the fiscal effects stemming from COVID-19 public health emergency, including by supporting efforts to stop the spread of the virus. The CDC recommends universal masking indoors by all students, staff, teachers, and visitors to K-12 schools. CDC guidance also recommends that schools use multiple layered prevention strategies, including mask, limiting class size, yada, yada, yada. Let's talk about word salad. So, in this letter, the Treasury's telling Arizona that you you have to follow CDC guidelines. Okay, and, you, and like you can't only give the money to schools that don't require mask because you can because you can only give it to schools that require mask. And then right under here in the next red section, it says. Uh, CDC rec- recommends universal masking indoors. So, okay, well, so I have to do something someone recommends. Like, they believed in it so much, they recommended it. <laughs> like, uh, if, I'd have the, if I have the power to make someone do something, I've, and I really believe in whatever that is, I, I'm, am I going to just recommend it? I think they're trying to cover their honeys, is what I think. Let's move on to the next one here. So this is, this was issued by the Office of Public of Public Instruction in the state of Montana. So this is uh, Montana's Department of Education. Question asked, 
of them was RLEAs required to implement a mask mandate in exchange for receiving ESSER 3 funds? No. ESSER 3 does not require schools to implement mask mandates. They must only address the extent to which they are adopting policies in the CDC's safety recommendations. That's right. They only should. The department merely requires the LEAs address in their plans the CDC safety recommendations, such as the universal and correct wearing of masks. There is no mandate. This is supported by the text of, ARP, of ARPA itself, which makes clear that using ARPA funds to reopen schools and according to CDC guidance is only, only one of the optional uses available to LEAs. So we have one. Over here we have the Treasury telling Arizona they, they can only give the money to schools that are requiring masks. Then we have the Department of Education for the state of Montana telling someone's asking them, hey, do we have to require masks? to get the ESSER 3 funds, and they say no, because they only recommend it. Just like we have been told many times by our boards in the state of Kentucky that we're just choosing, we're choosing to implement these mass mandates because it's the right thing to do because kids are dying, right? Kids are dying, 11 of them in three and two and a half years with it. But then you'll hear at a board at a board. You'll hear well, some board meetings, you'll hear a little whisper in the background. You'll hear, you know, little uh, Board of Education attorneys come up and whisper to the school board, that's not right. We, need to, we, have, to, we have to enforce these or we lose the money. We'll lose the money if you don't do that. I think I think her name's Ann Corson. Is that what her name is? Uh, my Oldham County people. We, I need to, we need to post, I'm, I'm going to post that link for everybody as well to go listen to that little, uh, that little hot mic moment. All right, so let's keep going. So, first of all, everybody look up here. I'm going to make sure you can see it because I want to show you just how much of a loser I am. Look up top of my Adobe right here. This is a 437-page document. Not everybody is a big enough loser to go through something like this. But I'm about to show you definitive proof that they're... They are doing everything they can to totally disregard normal normal communication methods and, and honest communication methods with people. And that they're doing so at the expense of our children. And if it's at the expense of our children, it's at the expense of our future of our country, right? I mean, it either matters it either, it either matters or it doesn't. Education is either important or it isn't. There's no like, there's no middle ground, you know, on this. So that's the first thing I want to I want to point out on here. But what this document is, so basically, whenever they issued this, when they issued uh, American Rescue, or they not issued, but whenever they passed the American Rescue Plans Act, they started shipping all this money, right? But like people were like, well, okay, well. What are the strings attached? Like, what do we have to do? What are we allowed to spend it on? What are we allowed to, you know, what can we use it for? Same thing with, like, this, this happened with the pay, Paycheck Protection Program. So the Department of, the, the Treasury Department issued this as a way to explain to any kind of, you know, any state, local government what the what is, like, uh, what is uh, accepted uses of the, of the of the money? So this kind of stuff. I just love I just love this kind of stuff here. So <clears throat> and so d just for some perspective, 
and actually I don't even know if it's possible for s- someone like us to gain perspective on on this that it matter how many zeros I put down here if I how, how much bold font and uh, Arial uh, what is it Arial black uh, thick writing I use but the total ARPA funds that were issued was three hundred and fifty billion stinking dollars so this document is what governs the acceptable expenditures for three hundred and fifty billion dollars. So let's dig into this. I think I really, I do. I think y'all are gonna. I think y'all are gonna enjoy this. I think you're, you're going to bear with me and let me tie it all together, okay? And I'll try to do it quick. I got I got a notion on what pages I want to go to. Yeah, there is a, there is a lot. Let's skip on down here. <clears throat> Here's what it says: SL SL FRF funds may be used for to respond to the public health emergency or its negative economic impacts, including assistance to households, small businesses, nonprofits, or aid to impact the industries such as tourism, travel, hospitality. To respond to workers performing essential work during the COVID-19 pandemic, to the provision of the government services to the extent of a reduction in revenue due to the COVID-19 public health emergency relative to revenues collected the most, to make necessary investments in water, sewer, or broadband infrastructure. Then it keeps on going. There's going to be some other sections there in a minute where it you know, says it can be used for uh, for public, you know, obviously, obviously public health, public health infrastructure, COVID mitigation strategies in schools, um, school infrastructure, and a big thing was that it, it allows for this expansive. As long as it's as long as a location is a vaccine administration building. There's basically no strings attached to what you can, what you could do to that property. As far as like updates go to ventilation systems, HVAC systems, you know things things like that. So I mean, just hearing that, I'm sure you can see that there's positive. There could be positive come to come from that. But there's, it's also it's like ripe with potential for abuse and um, total disregard for efficient spending and like like uh, mindful spending. Because let's be honest, I think it was like ten years ago this country was three or six trillion dollars in debt. Now we're 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 nearing thirty trillion, and you're gonna see throughout all this that like. They're using this money not just to like, not just to create a you know like a constant need for borrowing and constant need to keep the war machine rolling so the you know so the tax revenues rolling in and all, all that like they're using it they're using it to bully bully the system into listening to the stuff that they know Americans don't don't believe in. So. Uh, Again, public health, negative economic impacts expended on that. Uh, premium pay, water, sewer, broadband infrastructure, yada, yada. I just kind of went into all that. Go down to page 10 here. All recipients must also comply with three general restrictions. First, the recipient may not use SLFRF funds for a program, service, or capital expenditure that conflicts with or contravenes the statutory purpose of ARPA including a program, service, or capital expenditure that includes a term or condition that undermines efforts 
to stop the spread of COVID-19? Is there a more vague and subjective requirement than saying that an expense can't include a term or condition that may that may undermine efforts to stop the spread of a virus that is totally unpredictable. I don't think. I mean, I mean, I'm a layman. I'm an insurance guy. You know, I got all. I, I don't have Fauci's degrees. I have a degree, but I ain't got all. I ain't got all those. But to me, it's just like basically saying you better do everything we say from a public health standpoint, or you don't get this money. Lastly, recipients should be aware that federal, state, and local laws and regulations, oh, listen to this, outside of SL, FRF program requirements also apply, including, for example, listen up, mama bears, people that are pissed off about, and daddy, daddy bears like me that is pissed off and thinking, worrying about the fact that, like, my, six, my six-year-old kindergartner might have to walk out of a bathroom stall to, to a... Uh, 11-year-old fourth grader because they're in the same school and they decide, that boy decided that he was a girl that day. Including, for example, environmental laws and federal civil rights and non-discrimination requirements, which include prohibitions on discrimination on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, I think we're all okay with those, including sexual orientation and gender identity, religion, disability, age, or familial status. So we got $350 billion on the line here. They're saying you won't get any of it if you don't abide by our progressive politics that the teachers don't agree with, that average Americans don't agree with. You don't get any of it. And I... so you got these people that are taking it because they're afraid of not taking it. Like, we don't want all the liberal places to get all the money. The money, spending the money, doesn't build doesn't build doesn't build your culture. We have to we have to realize that as a, as a people do. Like we should be sending this we should be sending this crap back. It's going down here. And this is what I really want you to listen. To. I really want you, I really want you to pay attention to this part. I hope I hope most of you are watching. But if you if you're not, I'm gonna I'm gonna put all the links to every one of these documents. And I got ten, there's ten of them up on here. I think I got them highlighted. Everything. Don't take my word for it. I'm an average Joe. I'm trying to do this kind of stuff so that more average Joes or average uh, Josephinas can easily more accept, have more readily accessible information. Learn how to do research and all that stuff, and be able to engage with your legislators and engage with your local school boards and other like elected officials. <clears throat> so word salad ten, ten like this is on level ten right here. So throughout this supplementary information, statements using the terms should or must refer to requirements. Now, why on God's green earth, if there's an option of saying must or should for purposes of uh, removing any ambiguity, would you not just say must if it means must? To me, if I give you a piece of advice, I'm like, man, you should probably follow my, you, you, you should follow my advice. Should ain't must. 
and we're gonna look at definitions in a minute. And I'd love to hear I'd love to hear some legal analysis. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on this, but there's actually a term that's used in most of most of the uh, legislation and all that stuff that I've read at this point, where the word should ain't used. It's a different word, and we'll talk about it. But here we go. So it says, and then it goes on to say, except so. Statements using the term should or must must refer to requirements except when used in summarizing opinions expressed in public comments. So if they're if they're issuing a summary of which most normal human beings that aren't like that ain't way too much like I am, are you gonna read the four hundred and thirty seven page document with all the mumbo jumbo in it? Or are you gonna read the summary? Be honest with yourself. You're gonna read the summary. So unless it's in a summary, right, statements, and, and then it says, goes on to say, statements using the term encourage refer to recommendations, not requirements. I got wow on there. And this, this was one of the things back when I got, when I got involved in this back in January that like really just like ticked me off because I'm like, man, I'm so normal. I'm so average. Like, if somebody was like, those school board members, they're doing this for money. And I read something that said, like, well, it just says they should. I'd be like, yeah, they're, you know, they're not. They're, they don't have to do it. They must just think that they must just think that's the right thing to do. And then you go over here and read, and you see your government manipulating you, like, right in front of your face. Statements using the terms should or must refer to requirements. Just say must, dude. I just don't. I, it's just a total disdain. I, I, and that's what I think. I think progressives. I think the left, I think they have a disdain for people like us. I know y'all might not want y'all might not want to associate yourself with, with me, but assuming you're okay with that, they have a disdain for us. All right, so let's jump on down here. What was up there real quick? I gotta highlight. Let's see what it is. It's not appropriate for this for this one. This probably won't be the last time I use this because it's got a lot of Admissions of guilt and stuff in it. So, so you can't see this real good. I'm going to try to blow it up. In designing an intervention to mitigate COVID-19, the recipient should consider guidance from public health authorities. Remember, that's must. The recipient must consider guidance from public health authorities, particularly the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in assessing appropriate COVID-19 mitigation and prevention strategies. A program or service that imposes conditions on participation in or acceptance of the service that would undermine efforts to stop the spread of COVID-19 or discourage compliance with practices in line with CDC guidance for stopping the spread of COVID-19 is not a permissible use of funds. For those of y'all that's just listening and not watching and can't read it on this, I'm sorry. I got I got a, I got a little slurry on you there, talking a little fast. I try to I try to hold back my Appalachian nature here. So a lot of people think Appalachian people got southern accents. We do not. Southern, that's Southern draw. Them people got, they got all day. To, they got all day to get out what they're trying to get out. And Appalachia, boy, we trying to, we are trying to say it. We got things to do. So, again, the recipient should consider guidance from public health authorities. Doesn't that seem so nice? You know, the, they put this guidance out there for you. You know, I mean, if, I mean, if you want to check it out, you know, like if you want to take it into consideration, I mean, you don't got to do it, but you must do it. If you want part of this three hundred fifty billion dollars, yeah, that's just—I mean, to me, if I don't make you want to like, if 
that doesn't make if that didn't make you want to just get them all out, I don't know what will. I really don't. I mean, it's just a total disregard for all like, all human decency. They don't like. They know you're working it forward and you're on the line and you do not have time to read a 437 page document issued by the Department of Treasury. They know that, so they do it. They they just do it because they don't care. The progressive left does not care about you. They don't care what color you are. They don't care if you're in one of the classes that are supposedly trying to protect. They don't care if you're LGBTQ. They don't care. They don't care if you're union. They don't. Li- you heard me talk, s- telling you what the teachers' union was saying was the problem, just today in my own town. The teacher said, "This is the problem. Hit. This is the problem." Point blank said 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 what she thought the problem was, and the union member totally disregarded it. Nope. It's those, it's those parental, it's those parent terrorists. That's the problem. Them J Sixers, they, they're the problem. They're why we can't keep teachers. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, he's the problem. You know, like that's they're just they, that that woman doesn't know what she's talking about. She ain't a member no more. She resigned. Why do we care about her? But I mean, that's what they think. Y'all can think I'm crazy, but it is what it is. So I'm gonna go over and get this one. I'm gonna show you next. Check this out. Let's go look at definitely should. Whoa. So, here's definition one. Should means that a certain clause, feature, component, and or action is desirable, but not mandatory. That's definition one. Definition two. The main use of should is to tell somebody what they ought to do to give advice or to add emphasis. Ain't no, ain't no must. I don't see any must in there. Should means a procedure is recommended should means that a certain feature component and or action is desirable but not mandatory that's from lawinsider.com they're lying to you <clears throat> and here's when you're reading legislation when you're looking at laws and all that like you don't see the word should and you, you, there's, there's a reason because should doesn't mean you have to do it it doesn't mean it, it's, it's a suggestion when it says it says in should, it says shall. The word shall is used to show strong intention assertion about an action that will happen in future. Shall is used more in formal writing than should. The word should is used to give suggestions advice. If they if they had respect for you, if they thought you were an if, if they didn't think that you were not an intelligent human being, they'd use the word that they use when they're when they're going and putting a bill in front of their colleagues. That they see as equals that have a vote just like they do, they'd say shall. But you're stupid. You're a dumb teacher, you're a dumb coal miner, you're a dumb electrician, you're dumb whatever. And they'll say whatever they want because they don't care what you think. They really don't. Now, a lot of this, uh, where'd I got mother? Some other stuff here to read, and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I might have got lucky and not have to listen to me as long as, as long as I thought you were gonna have to. I don't know what I'd do with it. Oh well. <laughs> 
I can talk. I I can I can go off the top of my head here. So next thing I want to do is bring up. So I don't know if y'all saw that saw this, but it was like 26 Republican AG sued here recently over transgender bathroom requirements and whatnot. It, it, it's big. It's a big deal here in here in uh, Oldham County specifically. I think it's also a big deal in Jefferson County, and we just aren't we just aren't realizing it yet because we're so worried about other things that are imminently you know harming harming the kids. But basically, is a uh, they were trying to get their uh, their people to commit and tell them if they're required to let anybody and never like so no, a biological female or biological male use a biological female's uh, restroom, and they can't get any. They cannot get them to to give them a definitive answer. So, at least here, the the, the county that I'm going to reference is Oldham County, Kentucky. You know, they, we were able to get a hold of the letter, and it's I mean it, it's available online. You can just go, you just go search the, the Department of Agriculture. Okay, go Google Department of Agriculture statement on. Uh, I think I, I think I searched on school lunch program and discrimination. So the same way over here, I just showed you, they're holding they're holding three hundred fifty billion dollars hostage and requiring schools to mask and vaccinate and social distance and making kids. Put on hand sanitizer five minutes. Don't do that, by the way. You don't need like antibacterial stuff. Like they're they're kids. They're, let let them let them get dirty. That's one thing I love about my wife. She's I mean they, my kids scare me to death. I mean they'll back they'll be in the backyard on the jungle gym. You know it's hanging off by their legs and running around playing and playing in the dirt and digging in the yard. And I'm like oh my goodness like I don't want to have to clean this dirt. Up. I don't want to clean it up. Somebody's gonna break their arm. You know, oh gosh, wash their hands. She's, and she's like, they're they're kids. Let them be. And she's she's a she's a city girl. Here I am. I'm a country boy. I guess always like I always say, my 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 mamma said, my mamma, you feel to tell you I'm store bought. But she's like, let them be. Let them get dirty. And normal people would know this too. Even ones that are mask mask champions, sending their kids over here to play with my my kids, literally month into the pandemic, but. Same way they're holding this 350 billion hostage. They're holding lunch money, the money that pays for school lunches hostage, by issuing a memorandum to say, "Hey, don't forget, you cannot keep a, some a, you know a biological boy who is telling you he's a girl now from using." Whatever facilities they want to use, unless you want to lose this money, and they made they're they ma- they're making the school systems issue re- press releases out to what written to me like all the parents basically saying if somebody is does feel like they were discriminated against, here's the process for filing, for filing a discrimination lawsuit or filing a complaint, yada yada. Basically putting them on putting it on blast and saying like, uh, be on the lookout. And if you're a student, parent, whatever, and you think something may have happened, make sure you let us know because we're going to take this. We're going to take this lunch money away from these schools if they don't do this. 
in Eldon County, they can't get anybody to commit to a bathroom policy. They keep saying, we don't have a policy, we got whatever. We don't, have, we don't have a problem here. We don't have a policy. But that's a cop-out. And one thing that I'm dead set on, if I can, get, if I can accomplish one thing for sure when it comes to legislative priority, it's that we got to be proactive. We don't want to wait till a six-year-old girl gets like molested or raped or whatever in a bathroom in our in our county or our state or whatever before we act. That's just you know that's just not a, that's just not prudent behavior. It's not something like you know we're adults we're to protect these kids. Send the money back. I I, I say we dare them. But I say we dare Joe Biden. Don't send us the money. Let the you gonna let you really gonna let the kids starve because of this, really? They're saying they can't even say they can use the parents' bathroom. I'm sorry, the the teachers' bathroom, the single use bathroom. They they have to open up the communal bathroom to anyone that wants to use it. Now, in the same email, some of the email responses that uh, constituents got, it's like saying that you know, the, bu- the bullies and people that are uh, People that are um, that are manipulating the system or whatever, you know, they'll be, you know, they'll be prosecuted or charged to full extent. I'm like, which one of y'all is gonna be brave enough to actually try to tell a kid, try to call a kid out and say he's lying about this? Because you won't. There's no, you can't prove it. They literally could say, well, I felt like I was then, but then later in the day, I feel like I wasn't. That's the standard we've set. Think I'm ridiculous, but it's exactly the standard we've set. The cat's out of the bag. So, why does any of this matter? Here's why it matters. This is just Jefferson County Public Schools. The ESSER funding, the ARPA, the ARPA money, it could be spent on anything, you know, for COVID mitigation, everything from COVID mitigation to, uh, you know, public health infrastructure to criminal criminal justice infrastructure to public um, criminal activity reduction strategies. And again, that big 437-page document outlines all this, and I'm probably going to do an episode just going through what we could have done, but we haven't. The money was done spent. We done lost that battle of like, not get not doing it in the first place. It was already lost. Then we just let it all. I mean, like we could have spent it on things that maybe maybe it would have got a return on the on the investment, and we didn't. JCPS. <coughs> so Kentucky got over two billion dollars, and they have until 2024 to spend this. JCPS Jefferson County Public Schools. Got six hundred and three point nine million dollars. Let me blow this up for you. Six hundred three point nine million dollars. They're showing how they spent the money. How it was divvied up. Technology supplies, nutrition services, equipment, building building repairs, medical services, teacher salaries, substitute teachers. With indirect cost, other miscellaneous supplies. Nope, there's some more supplies. Three point two million. 
other miscellaneous indirect costs. Fifty million dollars. Somebody that's like a that that loves doing Freedom of Information Act requests, go find out what these indirect costs are, what this other miscellaneous is. There's, I mean, there's so there's so much fraud and so much abuse in this. There, I mean, like it's 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 a it's a guarantee. That's another one here. This, this is from this is from Jefferson County Public Schools. So fiscal year 2021, they got 80, 80 million. Fiscal year 2022, they're getting another 215 million. So just like they've already, they already got 294 million 907,190 dollars. Two hundred ninety-four million. $907,190. For what? What do we do? What do we do with it? Teachers are supposedly leaving in droves because of, you know, they're saying because of teacher pay. Okay, teachers union, if you're there for your members, you just had $295 million. For this school district, one school district. If you really thought teacher pay was a problem, how could you not allocate some at? I mean, to give every to give every teacher to give every current teacher, just like she said, she sees that you're not doing anything to retain teachers. I mean. Could we not have given them all to ten, you know, ten thousand bucks or something? If we can't hire, we can't attract new teachers. I mean, is this not the perfect time as a progressive to uh, raise the pay of teachers and make it the most desirable profession on the planet? But no, that ain't what you wanted. Because they're, like, listen, they're already in the hand. You want the two in the bush. You want the, uh, you want, you want everything else. Because you're trying to gr- gain your influence. You're not trying to, the, the union ain't trying to strengthen its base. They're trying to strangle it into submission so that they stay there with them. $294 million. <coughs> Why wasn't, if it, if, if COVID's such a problem, why wasn't every HVAC and ventilation system in the entire city of Louisville's public school systems replaced summer 2022? Maybe it was. I don't know, but it wasn't. If it was, Chris Cole, send, it, send, me, some, send me some invoices because it didn't happen. If our infrastructure is deteriorating, our classrooms are terrible, we, we're making our, our, teachers having to, our teachers having to pay for their own supplies out of pocket. Two hundred ninety-five million. That's really the. It should be our response to everything. Two hundred ninety-five million. Two hundred ninety-five million. The board starts coming up wanting to raise taxes. Two hundred ninety-five million. We need. What do you need to raise property taxes for? You got two hundred ninety-five million dollars in in the last two years that you never expected to get. How's raising people's property taxes five percent or whatever in areas of Louisville that? Cannot afford it. 
and in Arizona can afford it. How like it ain't raising an additional two hundred ninety five million dollars. Here's what they here's what they say. Well, that money had to be spent on certain things. I'm gonna go through the document, and that listen, if they were, as long as he's masking the kids, they could spend this money on about dang near anything they want to spend it on. I mean, you'll be a, you'll be appalled at the things that did that haven't gotten done. Things from SROs to said building improvements, shoring up the teacher situation if it is money. What this tells me is that they know it ain't money because they had enough money and then some to make them, to move them into the top 3% of income earners in the state of Kentucky overnight. And they didn't. Because they don't need to buy money. You can't take a bath in progressive politics all day, every day. While they, while they also know they're doing, they're, they're doing, stuff that no one agrees with right that they know no one agrees with it and making you the face of it the teachers had to be the face of it so any kind of parental criticism whatever's coming is coming because the union which is faceless is requiring you to be the face of the stuff that you you don't you don't agree with and they don't care because they want to do it because they want this 295 million to spend on god knows what I don't think I got anything else over here. It's just an article I'm looking at right now, talking about how we're not going to trace where the money's at. So why is that? Why is this? Why does this matter? Because state, local, federal governments of all sorts—they're manipulating language and serving us all word salad every single day through mainstream media, through government-issued memorandums, through Joe Biden's teleprompter. They're, they're, it's word salad all day, and they're preying on your good nature. It's time to stand up. They're preying on your good nature. They're preying on your Christian background or your Jewish background or your whatever background. They're preying on the they're preying on the fact that you're good you're, you're good people, hardworking American people, and that you're going you're just going to assume should means it's a recommendation, and we're all you know. We're all trying to live in peace, and the CDC just, you know, it's putting out these benign recommendations that are just something that, you know, we just, you know, we did the research, and we just want to provide you with the information. And if you want to, you, you know, we think you should do it, but you know, if you don't want to, wrong. In their world, should means must because they can define whatever they want to define, change any words they want to change, just like they're doing with inflation now, just like they're doing with everything. Wake up, please. Because this stuff, it's like, I don't expect everybody to dig into this. 407 pages, I don't. What I do expect, and what I do hope happens, is that regular people will at least, like, 
give people like myself and others, you know, I can't do all the research and all the, you know, I'm still a rookie at this, for dang sure. Well, turn off the TV, mainstream media, turn off Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and start embracing alternative media and people that actually care about you. The alternative media that's trying, that's trying to break through and trying to be honest with you and that aren't beholden to these union groups and these lobbyist groups. I, I'm a firm believer that we all, the only reason we should be turning on the, night, like the nightly news, local news, or national news is to find out about the weather and traffic. And, we, and we're not far along from not even having to turn it on for that. Because th- they, all they do is constant, constant manipulation. And I firmly believe, because I get this a lot too, you need to shorten your episodes, you need to do this. I think people want more than that. And if you don't, you're going to keep getting more of this should means must stuff. You're going to keep being disrespected and disregarded and railroaded. And I don't want to hear, I don't want people to complain about it. Because again, there's people like, there's way better people like this than me. One guy, everybody should go follow is Tim Poole, Tim Cast IRL. You, know, you got Ben Shapiro in the Daily Wire, Jordan Peterson. You got Prager U. You got, you, there's, you know, I'm forgetting a bunch off my head, you know, but like there's all kinds of people that are trying, trying to do, trying to like be honest with you. Let's find them, you know. Let's subscribe to them. So it's you know, my shameless plug. Go find, go look me up on Twitter. Way too much JRMC. Go look me up on YouTube. Look me up on Spotify. Whatever. Subscribe to the channel. Like it. Comment. Share it. Tell me you hate it. Whatever. Get it. In that, get it in the algo. Get it in the algorithm. That's all. That's really what I want to need there. But more than anything, I, you know, we all got we got to engage with one another. You know, send me an email. I'll, I'll email you back. JRMC at waytoomuchmedia.com. That's what we're going to have to do that, or they're going to keep doing doing that to us. Why are they manipulating? Why are they manipulating language and serving up word salad? They're doing it for one reason, one reason only. So they can all point the fingers at each other. But all I'm. They all, they're just trying to make sure they all get that money. You as an individual, you as a mother, a father, uncle, grandparent, brother, friend, coach, whatever, like, is money all that matters? Do you compromise your principles and values and morals and all that just, just for the money? I know I don't. I made stupid decisions without my, without my uh, without realizing it on many occasion, but I've never had somebody screaming in my face. This is what they're doing to you, and not at least listen to it, and try to like do some more research and see what's happening because it's happening everywhere. And this ain't conspiracy theory stuff. It's all right here. It's all right here. So they're trying to get that money.
school boards, legislators, super superintendents, principals, governors, senators. They're all just they want to point the finger at each other. And I like there's there's one thing I like. We have people in Kentucky that are trying to do the right thing, and we have people in there that have been in there a few years, and maybe we thought they weren't doing the right thing, but it's because that we did, we weren't supporting them. They got down there, and this the the swamp took over, and they were like, "Oh snap!" Like no, everybody they abandoned me because they thought I could just solve it without them, and I can't. I need them, and now they know we're there, and they're listening. They're willing to listen. Okay, but we also have to have a story to tell them and a message to spread to them, and we got to know what we want, how we want it, and how we expect them to do it. That's what we got. That's what we got to do. And I think if we do that, we can be effective across the country, in all communities. Anybody can do it. If I can do it, listen. Anybody can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. It's the my journey. The last seven months has been the most American thing I, I could have ever thought was going to happen in my life. It's also been the most scary thing because I've realized now how easy it would it is or it would be. For a, you know, for demagoguery just to kick in, and the nar- and, or you know, and a narcissist, a narcissist that's got a trust fund to go down and really influence state and heck national politics with a little bit, of, with a little bit of like mojo and uh, you know, like a access to Lexus Nexus. It'd be very, it'd be, it'd be very easy. So. They're doing all this to point the fingers, get all the money. And the bigger issue is we ain't got nothing to show for it. Schools ain't better. Kids ain't getting taught. Teachers leaving left and right. Community discourse at an all at a at a all time low level amongst communities. It's all cause we just ain't Tell, we ain't spend the time to tell our message. It's eleven o'clock on a Thursday night. What am I? What am I doing here? Trying. I'm trying. That's what I'm. I'm trying. And you got to do it too. All right. So that's the end. Of, that's the end of this one. Going forward. Tonight I was hoping to set up a series where I want to start talking about language definitions and how it's you know we're being manipulated and. The more I dig into it, I'm just like, oh my goodness, we've just right in front of our eyes. These people just they they use our good nature against us. We can no, we can only just we we can't just know we can't just write a word into laws or write a word into a regulation or program because the people that are against us, the progressive left, will just redefine the word. So we've got to start finding the legislation they've already, that they've already done this to and, and fix it. And we've also got to start getting new legislation put in place where inside of it we do the most annoying thing you possibly have to do and every word that could possibly be used against it, we've got to define it in there, in, in the bill. And i got already, already got a couple bills that are, I'm super excited about and the, and the reps Super excited about, and they're you know becoming friends of mine that were you know like I'm, I've told them I would do everything in my power to spread the word and to like help help uh, get this bill to where it's in 
getting a ton of grassroots support. But we got to do it. And again, all I'm asking is you help me by following, liking, sharing, getting me in contact with people that may be able to help that has that's better than me, you know. Main thing I'm good at is relationships. I'm good at talking to people. I'm, I'm a good old country boy, right? People like people love talking to East Kentucky, East Kentucky kid. Let's, let's get the right people in touch with one another because it definitely should be definitely should be better people, better, more qualified people than myself doing certain things. I'm not trying to. I don't want to be anybody's. I ain't trying to be a leader. I ain't trying to like. I ain't trying to be the end all be all. The the boss man. I ain't trying to be that. But it's a brand new movement. We don't even know who's going. We don't know who's going to do anything. You know, we really don't. Nor do we want any one person to be at the top. Nobody need. We don't want any more. Any more like absolute power. Also, I'm going to dig. Start getting. Start digging into our, not just our U.S. Constitution, but our Kentucky Constitution, because I. I mean. I, it, all you, it takes twenty minutes to find like holy moly we're not even doing like the most basic stuff. The, our laws were meant for us to be able to understand. And over time, case law and whatever is like chipping away at it with court decisions and everything. And I'm like, you go in there and read it. And I'm like, but why do we need a court decision for this? It says it says what it says. If you got to read a bill at length three times in front of both chambers. And you're not reading the bill at length. You're reading it by title and summary. I don't. There don't need to be a lawsuit for that. If it, if you if you if you shouldn't be facing unreasonable bail, think to a two a two million dollar cash bail for somebody with a hundred fifty dollars in the bank is probably unreasonable. So we're gonna start talk, we're gonna talk about that. I'm excited about that kind of stuff, and I'm excited to try to uh, show people that maybe think I'm super super far right or whatever. That uh, I think we're in a new we're in a new age. We have, we have some new uh, ideas emerging here. So again, that's an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, I'm gonna try to start keeping these around an hour. Appreciate y'all listening. I hope it all. I hope the production came through well, and I hope that uh, wasn't laggy or and my volume and all that stuff worked well the whole time. Appreciate all you guys. Again, find me anywhere, anywhere, any any social platform, any audio podcast platform including then you got rumble youtube facebook for video i appreciate y'all so much you know you just can't understand it's fun it's, it is hard work but like it's thought that maybe all of us are doing something small you know that no one will ever know we're that maybe no one ever, no one will ever know we we did it but we all contributed and 25 years from now something big happened and all those little things added up that just excites me it gets me pumped up Hope, I hope it does y'all too. So everybody have a good night. Um, enjoy your weekend. And love y'all. Holla at y'all later.